0: listening to when christians speak online talk radio broadcasting out of the washington dc metropolitan area today's voice crying out in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the lord when christians speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of christ jesus and spreading the good news so my can you
1: spare my god my don't because i
0: Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast. Amen. This is When Christians Speak, Talk Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. Today's segment is the Bread of Life. Amen. Uh, Reverend Robinson should be joining me in a short. Our topic is the Forgiven. And this is part six of a series uh, that we have been working on. Amen. So we're happy about that. Amen. I actually, should be the, the, the end of it. So we scheduled the broadcast to be a little longer longer um, than normal. Amen. But we want to um, go ahead and close this out with the forgiving. Amen. Um, I I want to remind you, of course, as always, uh, we have His and Grace broadcast with Mr. Nelson Williams every Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. Amen. Uh, In fact, the good news is that uh, she will be back with us for a new um, um broadcast, a new title to everything. So we're excited about Minister and i Wells being back with us. She's had um take taking a more or less a sabbatical uh for a while. So we we're just playing a lot of her old stuff. Amen. But this is a new message that will take place on Tuesday, Amen. On his Mount and Grace. The message be a safe landing. And then there's a message of encouragement. So she'll be back. It will be a live broadcast. So she'll be back with us on um, um, this Tuesday at 7 p.m. on, on His and Grace. So I'll be excited about that. Don't forget about declaring the finished work of Reverend Pat Randall. It's Thursday at 12 noon. Um, I do Friday Night Joy. Amen. And uh, that, that's a seven Bread of life, which today is every first and fourth Sunday. Amen. There's only two Sundays of a month now at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan. is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows: Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. Amen. Is up every first Monday of the month at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful, Reverend Novina Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Thursday at 10 a.m. Adoration with the evangelist Louis McEwen. is every third Monday of the month. In fact, he has a he he also has a broadcast coming up, um, uh, not this Monday but the, the the next Monday, Amen, at seven p.m. Our three real life real men real talk with myself, Elston Green, Cleophis Malone, Tyrone Rose, and Antonio Mitchell was every second Sunday at seven p.m. Amen, and the, that broadcast will take place next Sunday. Um, uh, my weekly prayer is Midday Glory Prayer, Reverend Gwen Dixon. is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The dollar number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. Amen. So there you have it. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, social media sites, and our website at com. Amen. So that with that being said, let's go ahead, go ahead and open up in the word of prayer. I believe Reverend Robin is online with me now, and then we'll get into uh, the last part of forgiving. Amen. Father God, we come to first to say thank you for your grace and your love that you have for us. Thank you for your many many blessings. Thank you, God, for just keeping us and strengthening us when we're weak. Thank you, God, for saving us. But thank you for your love, that love. That, that conquers all things, that love that looks at us and say that we should live and not die. So we give this broadcast to you, God. We pray that every word that we spoke in, God, will be used to break yokes and to tear down strongholds. We give this broadcast to you and pray that it might reach for those in the north and the south and the east and the west, that someone might cry out what must I do to be saved, that they may know whoever and wherever they are, God, that they have been forgiven. Lord Jesus, that you paid a price for them on the cross, so every nail that was in your hand, it was for us, Lord Jesus. When they beat you all night long, it was for us. everything that was done, it was for us. So we are grateful. We are grateful. We thank you for Reverend Robin joining us today. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. So praise the Lord, Bless Reverend Robin.
1: Bless the Lord on this new day that he's given us. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Amen. So, we, again, we are excited about having you with us on the final part. Of, well, I say final, but hopefully the final part of the forgiving um, part six. And um, uh, you and I, of course, got a chance to talk earlier. Amen. And, um, um, and I know that you got a lot of things you want to, that God has given you and have some things that I want to go over real quick. So what I'm going to do, if you don't mind, is that I'm going to go ahead and get started. Amen. And we got of course, we can dialogue in between. And then um, probably when I'm done, I'm gonna just turn everything over to you. That sounds good.
1: that's God lead. That's the way we're going. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. One of the things that I was I was uh, in study, and uh, I came up with um, five five different phrases or five different things about people uh, that are classified uh, that are forgiven. Um, but Before I read into that, what I, I also ask a question, I'm, I'm not sure whether I did this before in the beginning of the series, but when, you, when, I, when I look at someone that is thou forgiven, the question is, well, who are thou forgiven? And I think Reverend Robin and myself, and I think I mentioned it, um, the forgiven of those that, of the forgiven I classify those that know Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, okay? It's just the knowing of Christ, the forgiven are the redeem of the Lord. Um, the the, the forgiveness of those that confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in the heart that He died on the cross that God raised from the dead and they shall be saved. So we are different. There's many more things you can add to that. I mean, the who are forgiven. the forgiven? The forgiveness is who Jesus Christ died for on the cross. But even with that, there has to be a part that we play because we have to confess. Okay. We have to confess, and without like not getting into a lot of uh, uh, detail, because there's a lot, this stuff, a lot of controversy on it. What people say, "Well, when Jesus died on the on the cross, he, di- he died." Well, that controversy on my part. He died for the sins of the of, for the whole world, but most people take it the next place. So that means that everybody is saved. That is not true, okay? Because the Bible says <laughs> you have to confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that He died on the cross, that and that God raised Him from the dead. Okay, and, and the Bible says that things should be said. So that's what I want to establish. I don't know what Reverend Robert, Robert, you want to add to that, or you want me to continue on? Continue
1: uh, on.
0: Amen. 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 All right. So this is what I came up with. I came up and I, uh, I wrote them in my notes. And, I, and the first part is, the forgiven knows how to move forward they no longer look back but press forward uh, and that I, would, I had talked to apostle Shirley earlier in the weekend this is, I told her I was going to use this she said that the, the the forgiven the people that are forgiven and know that they are forgiven in Christ knows how to move move forward uh don't look back and press forward and that may come over a period of time and whatever and stuff like that, but but there's a pressing for. In other words, they're not going to go back and and try to rehash all the things that they have been forgiven about. You know, they're not going to let anyone. We can get into. They, they're not going to let anyone um, dictate to them how they should be, feel about something that they know that God has forgiven them about. And one of the scriptures that came up I'm using is coming out of Philippians chapter three verses thirteen to fourteen. It Says, Brethren, I count I count not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So be forgiven. We are in a, 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 a posture of pressing forward, moving forward, you know and everything. We know, we're not forgetting the testimonies of what God brought us for we are moving forward. In other words, what took place a year ago, or six months ago, or even yesterday that I did that someone didn't like, or whatever the case right there, There still has a, a, a pressing forth on my end because I know that I have been forgiven. Uh, next, next point, the forgiven understands that we fall down, but we can get back up only because of the grace of God. The forgiven, that, that's you and I, those that have been redeemed, those that know without a shadow of doubt that God has forgiven us, that, that God has loved us like that, that we know for, without a shadow of doubt that the forgiven understand that we, though we fall down, we can get back up again. Okay? And it's only because of the grace of God. Romans chapter 3, verses 23 says that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be uh, of propitiate through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the that are passed through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time His righteousness, that He might be just and a justify of Him. Which believe in Jesus, so in other words, once we are uh, once we recognize who we are as the forgiven, we are justified in Christ Jesus we are our justification is not within our own self because left within our own self man we are messing things up, but when we are justified in Christ he he looks us as totally different our whole outlook should be totally different uh, makes point they don't allow people to keep them in that place of being unforgiven or forgave. That's sort of like ties into point one. They don't allow other people to keep them in that place of being unforgiven or forgave. You know, people when they pass judgment on you and everything like that, they will hold something on over your head for the rest of your days. Because for them it brings and some people do it out of power. Some people to do it out of not knowing I'm Jesus Christ, as the Lord and Savior, or not understanding the true power of forgiveness. And again, this is coming out of Romans chapter 8. Uh-oh. my notes just went crazy. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, it says, There, therefore, it, it, there is therefore now there no condemnation to them which are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. So that there's no no condemnation. People will try to condemn you. They will try to crucify you, but you need to understand that you are being forgiven. That God has forgiven you for those things. Okay? He said they have no condemnation. Okay, verse 3 said for the law for what the law could not do and what it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh for sin, condemn sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law may be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Okay? That requires for us to be walking after the spirit. We're not the same. Okay? Our outlook should be different In everything. You know? Our outlook should be different. The price was paid for on the cross. Point um I think it's point four. The forgiving is, re- is required to forgive others. And again, this is coming out of uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 to 15. It says, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But here's the, 15, here's the but. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. I don't know about you, but I want to be in a place, God, that I'm forgiving. Everybody else will forgive because I, I definitely want God to forgive me and forgive other, me for things. To do. And you should want that too, you know. And that's been understanding that being in the forgiven state, okay. The last one, the, uh, the forgiving, the the forgiven minister to those that need forgiveness, you know, that we know how. Uh, But God has blessed us because we have been forgiven. We know how to minister to those that need to be the minister. I think Reverend Robin had, um, uh, we had talked about coming out of James chapter 5 before. And um, where it says, let me read it. James chapter 5, I think this is one. It says, is there, verse 14, is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. And if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven. It says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another, and that he may be healed. That The effectual effect fear and prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The, the, those that are forgiven know how to minister to those that need forgiveness. We know how to bring forth and to uh, allow confession to, t- to take place, not judgment, but confession to take place, so that a he- the healing may begin. Okay, and um, in Ephesians chapter four verse thirty-two it says, "And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you." We know how those that are forgiven know how to minister, minister to those that need forgiven. You know, and we're living in a day and time that it seems like Reverend Robin that 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 people don't understand two concepts that they, they're being forgiven and how to forgive them. Amen. And everything. So those are the points that I have. Um, if anyone would like them, I would gladly send them to you. Amen. Um, but what we're going to do at this point, we're going to turn everything to Reverend Robin. and We're going to dialogue a little bit further. Reverend Robin. Amen.
1: Most of all, Reverend Ray, you've had some Great points and um it's also it's so much in us being just the forgiving is awesome enough, you know, that we right. and is and is that should have said depressing towards just keep moving ahead, you know. You know, don't don't fall back until, you know, what you were forgiven for. Trust and forgiveness and just to continue to move on to all of the greater things that God has before us, you know. Because our our best life is yet to come, <laughs> so yeah. we can't get can't, can't get stuck back in a place. You know, got you, you know can't have cement shoes on. You know, continuing right. to move back, you have to move forward because you you know there is something always greater ahead of us in God, and that greater can be just more of a revelation in Him. Um, so we, we just have to keep moving forward, trusting and forgiving. And, you know, you've made all of the great points in the forgiven. you know. And, you know, so it's, we can't allow others to keep us in a place of condemnation. You know, if Christ hasn't forg- condemned me, why am I concerned, you know, about about your condemnation? You know what I'm saying? Right, and it's, right, right. And we have to just keep moving forward, resting. And as I said you know last week that we have this immutable promises of god so we can trust and believe that you know we are the forgiven you know and and that's 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 just what's so important and it has to come to the point that you know the witness that we get from god is greater than the witness of what man says that's right you know and that's what we have to trust you know, is in God's witness. Not in not in what man has said, but in the witness mm-hmm. of what God has said. That is what's relevant for us. You know, because yeah. you know, we with man, who is man? Our blood can't save anybody. You know? That's right. Um You're a wonderful man of God, Ray, but you can't save me. Your blood can't do anything for me. And, you know, so we have to have our witness in what God says and who God says we are, you know. And that's why it's it's more important that we keep our concentration on God, that we live for God, you know. We work for God. We move for God, you know. Like when when you go to your places of employment, you're working for God, you know, because it's it's God who's who is our provider and our provision of everything. It is not man. So we can't be seekers of approvals of man. Because then then we're at the um at the hand of what type of day they having.
0: Right. <laughs> you right, know? right, 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 <laughs>
1: so, right. You know, but, but but we are the forgiven and it's because it says he says he's forgiven us for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. You know he's forgiving right. us because what Christ has done you know, that that takes us out the picture. See, I can take myself out of the picture, you see because what God is looking at is what Christ has done
0: right you know right. And he's
1: um, and he's covered me, he's covered you, and he's covered all who are his you know and 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 we have so many um Things to hold on, so many anchors and so many assurances in Christ, you know? When he says, I've, you know, I, I hold on to this one like nothing, it says he has not lost not one that the son has given. Save the son of perdition so that scripture can be fulfilled. I says, you, we have to get into these scriptures and hold on to them like they are our life best, you know, as we're bobbing in the midst of this sea of living. You know, and just hold on to these things of who God says and what He has done for us, you know and it's and it's just it's it's just a powerful thing if we just wrap our hands on it, hold on to it, and if you fall, get up and keep going, and then don't let someone else try to make you go back to that place and fall in that same place again because I've gotten up from that, I'm moving on, you stay back there. I won't see you anymore because I'm going forward, you know, and I'm going forward in Christ Jesus. And that's where our victory is. Our victory is in Christ Jesus. So we just thank God for that, and we just bless him for that. And I know one thing, Reverend Ray, that you kind of wanted to to speak on again is what we had spoken on in, and you've already read it, in James, you know, about the confession, the confession, you know, that we should confess our sins, you know, one to another, you know, and and we should confess, you know. It says that's in James five sixteen. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. And I think that um, you know, people forget about that part of it. They just want you to be into confession, <laughs> you know, but. But it says that it's so that we can be healed, and then right on that it tells you what causes the healing. It says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So if we come and we confess, we come in for healing, and that is what that is what we can trust on. And then if we we look up at First John chapter um, one. It says that I'm going to bounce down uh, to verse four, and it says, "In these things we write unto you that your joy may be full." This then is the message which ye have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. And if we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, and if He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from sin. And it says, if we have, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You know, this is kind of tell you that we all have sin. Yeah. That no one that no one can come and say, I have no sin. So that means that no one can throw rocks. No one can condemn. No one can judge because we all have sin. And, you know, we can't go in and put this is a big sin, this is a little sin, oh, that but that was awful what you did, but it wasn't so bad what I did, but it was awful what you did. He says, you know, no, you we, deceiving yourself, you know. And it says if we confess our sins, He, now it didn't say Ray or Mary or Tom or Billy Bob. It says he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, and it says if we have not, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. You know, but we have to go back. Our confession unto man is so that man will be able to have effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous, that it will avail much. You see, because the person who is forgiven should be the same person who knows who the forgiver is. Yeah. And if someone who comes with a confession, or if something comes up in a person's life, and it's and you know a confession is the admitting to it, but often time God would just allow things to be revealed. So now it's in the light. But what is to happen is that we should go into prayer. You know, to that those who are who know the forgiver who means that your life has been touched, and it, it wasn't something that you did or another man did for you, but it was touched and it was changed by the forgiver. So therefore, if someone comes with a confession, what we should immediately do is take that to the forgiver, you know, and begin to have these effectual prayers. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, and it's what it right. says in Second Chronicles. It is, and it says that if man should just, I'm going to read it, humble himself, you know, if that's what God wants, you know. You know, it's just if we can just humble ourselves and call out to him, you know, then he will come forth and he will heal our lands. That he will come forth and there are things in which he would do for us if we would just simply humble Ourselves, that's Second Chronicles seven fourteen. He says, "If my people, who are the my people, the forgiven, <laughs> if they should, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, and that's what it says. It says, humble and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin." And will heal them. You know, he says he will heal the land. You know, on the the backside of forgiveness should come healing. And, you know, and that is... That is what comes with the confession. And, you know, and this is something, Pastor, when we know something, I don't, you know, really, all I have to do truly as I don't truly have to confess to man. I can go, you know, the veil has been broken. You know, the veil has been torn. I can go directly to the Father and ask for the forgiveness.
0: Right.
1: Directly to the Father. And he will forgive and he will cleanse me. You know, but, I mean, sometimes when we're in the midst of our stuff, when God at least brings it to us to a place where we need to, you, this isn't working, we got to, this isn't working, you got to do something better. And he takes you to a place of confession of it. That place is not a place to be beaten up. That is a place that, hey, I'm weak, I'm embroiled in this. I I need prayer. I need help. That is not the time to beat a person up, but that is the time to go into prayer, yeah. servant, sexual prayer unto God, unto the forgiver, the one who not only forgives but is able to cleanse us of all righteousness. That is the point where we can we can go into it, and this is um, just to say this is a prayer that we can always do We don't have to go and talk all about What this person has done And all of this And bring judgment That as God things And knows good and evil And now you're going to go And weigh what's good and what's evil And, and where it lies in the middle it was, Well it's not good But it's not so bad And it's not evil No it's not time for all of that As God thing It is now that syndrome That came in the fall That we all need to continually cast down Because it's nothing but pride And haughtiness That thinks that you can judge all of these things. That's that as God syndrome that 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 the serpent said that we would have once we partake, that you will be as God, knowing good and evil. But if we are coming with the forgiven, so we have to know that I'm forgiven for those things that happen. I'm forgiven for that fall. I am forgiven, you know, that 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 um uh I guess what sentence that fell upon me by partaking in that garden, I'm forgiven of that. And so therefore, I'm faced with someone else. I need to let them know that they are forgiven because I know the forgiver. So I need to let go of all of who I am and all of this that I think I can judge on you. And I can go back to my place of being forgiven so that I can go before the one who forgives and pray for us. Pray for someone, and in First and not First, but in Colossians one, you know, not oh, all they tells you, this is a fervent and effectual prayer that we could, if someone comes to you, this is just a stand-up prayer, and just pray the scriptures that has been given unto us, you know, right. and it's, this is just a prayer. If something comes, all oh, this, you don't even have to say, I don't know what to pray for. You do. They gave it to you in Colossians one. How to go forth in prayer for a sister or a brother who has come forth with a confession or something that has come to light that God has allowed you to see that you can take this prayer to God for the for the one who needs a healing or who needs something. This is a prayer that we can always pray for our sisters and our brothers. And I would begin as first. I'm going to start at Colossians one nine. It says, and it's, for this cause. We also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being filled in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering and joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through the blood, of, through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn? I mean, when you get into this prayer, I mean, it is the, the 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 prayer that He has shown us. All you do is you insert that sister's or brother's name. You call them right. out that God would strengthen them. You call them out that he will increase their knowledge of him. I mean, you call it out that he would, they will be delivered using their name, delivered from the power of the darkness. You know, call them out that they would know that they've been translated into the kingdom of, of his dear son. You know, call it out their name to know that they've been redeemed through the blood. I mean, he, this is the, the prayer that he's given us.
0: Right. So for us, wait,
1: this is what we do. We don't go into judgment. We go into prayer, you know. We go in and since it's for by Him, were all things created and that are in the heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him and for Him. So you can be able to call those thrones down, those dominions down that are taken over this life, and say, "No," but these things were not come to bring them down. These are under the control of God. So we can go and we can pray that these things will be brought under to the subjection by the Holy Spirit that they can be in those per- that person's life, these thrones and these dominions and these principalities which are trying to take them outside. But no, you are subjected until God. You must bow before God. You cannot take over this person's life. God is in control. you you know, we we have to go into effectual and fervent prayer so that these persons can be healed. You know people come in confession because they're in a place that they need a healing. They're in a place in which they need some help. They don't need your any condemnation or any judgment. They need the forgiver. And if we who are the forgiven, we should know who the forgiver is. And we need to go into this prayer. We need to just go into effectual and fervent prayer, you know, and to know, you know, just to, to just to know who God is. And to know that, if we could look in 17 Colossians, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn and the first dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should be all, all fullness dwell. I mean, this is when we go and we pray. Mm. We pray to their sister or brother to know that if they just turn to Jesus, all of the fullness of God, all of the fullness of which they which they need is right there. We can just go and pray to God. Allow them to see you in your fullness. Allow them to, that you would be the center of their joy. Allow them that there is no temptation, Lord God, that you haven't provided them with a way of escape, Lord God. Allow them to rest in you. Allow them to have peace. Allow them to have comfort, Lord God. Allow Allow them to to be able to just humble themselves before you, so, so that you can go in and cleanse, Lord God. Allow them to just be able to sit, Lord God, sit, Lord God, and allow you to speak to their hearts, Lord God. You know, I mean, that's what we that is what we are to do. We are, I mean, we how we cannot judge another man's property. We are bought with the price. We belong to God. All of yeah. us. Well, how can I go and judge another man's property? He belongs to God, and he belongs to to the one who has shed his blood, his blood, his blood who's able to go forth and cleanse. I mean, and we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So, I mean, what, I'm, I'm supposed to go to the forgiver and say, but God... But, God, allow him to see you. But, God, reveal yourself, Lord God. God, spread your love upon in their hearts, Lord God. Father, let them be content in whatever situation you have them to be. Let them feel no lack, Lord God. I mean, that is what we should do one for another. Pray for one another so that yeah. we may be healed, so that we may be healed, not so that we can cause judgment, not so that we can, you know, do any of those other things, you know, but just just to pray for our sister and pray for our brother so that we can all be healed, so that we can all fight that good fight. We all find ourselves in a place where we need, you know, we may just be weak, and we just need to be strengthened, Lord God, by, by, by those effectual and fervent prayers. You know, you know just to go forth and, and let them know that, you know, as you, if you keep reading, and just, I'll suggest, you know, always go read Colossians if, if you're presented with something and you don't know what to do with it. You pray for it. Just go to Colossians, and he gives you the entire, the entire prayer to pray. It says, you know, it says in verse 20, and having made peace, I mean, we have peace through the blood of Jesus Christ. We now have peace. Hmm. You know, I don't want to be the one who will go and destroy someone's peace. Peace is a, a, is a fruit of God, you know. Peace, right. is, peace is something that we get from God. I mean, you're going to be in this world. Out there in the world, there is no peace. But in the body of Christ, you should have peace. And no one should try to go and steal your peace or destroy your peace or or come in and try to condemn you to feel that you are not of Christ. You are the forgiven. You've been chosen. And when he forgave you, he didn't just forgive you for what happened up to that point that you found out that you were his. Because it says that, you know, before the foundation of the world, we were chosen in him.
0: That's right.
1: I wasn't nowhere around. You were nowhere around,
0: but right, I was right.
1: chosen in him then, and so and I was chosen by the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So when he chose me, he already knew my end. So he knows everything that I'm gonna do in my lifetime. There is not. He's not gonna. You know, I may wake up tomorrow morning, bless the Lord. And, you know, put my prayers, and the, but when I wake up the morning, everything I've already done for the next ending of my life is already known unto God. Right. Well, so just because a fall is now brought to your light, that doesn't mean that it's now just coming to the light of God. Right. I mean, is he God or is he not God? Is he Alpha and Omega or is he not Alpha or Omega? Is, is he the forgiver as you claim that he is or is he not? Is there partiality in who God is, or is He not God, the Almighty God, the Jehovah God? You know, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Great I Am. I mean, we can't put our shortcomings onto God because God is not man; God is God, and we are men, and we are not God. We can't, you, you know, so we. Can't, you know, we are limited in our mindset, in our knowledge, in our understanding. and That's why we can say that we press towards the mark of the high calling. We can keep pressing towards it and pressing towards that Him continually open our minds unto the things of Him. That we continue pressing in to a revelation and understanding that, that He'll give us an understanding today that we didn't have yesterday. And that's He'll fine. give us an understanding and in tomorrow that we don't have today. So how can we, in our limited abilities, we are limited, in our limited abilities, be able to go and cast anything on the life of another? But all we can do is what he's given us to do is to be fervent and effectual in prayer, one for another continually, one for for another, because we know the forgiver. We know that, you know, he says that he has struck a new covenant with us, that he will put his laws and his statutes in our hearts and our minds, and he will cause us to walk upright before him. So when a confession comes from Sally or John, you say, God, your word has said that you will put your covenant in our hearts and in our minds. Father, I come and I pray, Lord God, that you would just go forth, Lord God, and just expose your covenant to Sally. Expose your covenant to John, Lord God. Expose it to them, Lord God. That it be something that just is marinating within them, Lord God. And it is Father, something that they just begin to walk, that they don't even understand how they walk, Lord God. But yet and still, Lord God, they know it is the walk to walk before you, Lord God. Father, we just pray in the name of Christ Jesus that you purge them consciousness of all impurities, Lord God. Father, we come, Lord God, and we pray that your word, you said there is no temptation that you would bring Sally or you would bring John, that you don't provide them a way of escape. Lord God, show them their way of escape right now, Lord God. Father, go forth and and just give them that surety of your forgiveness, Lord God. Give them the surety, Lord God, that you got them, that, that yes, Sally or John may be lonely, Lord God, but fill them, Lord God, that they feel not that loneliness, Lord God, that they don't go seek love in the wrong space, Lord God, Father let your love shed abroad in their hearts Lord God that they need no other Lord God Father whatever it may be Lord God Allow them to see more of you Lord God So they want less of the flesh Lord God Father let your spirit just reign Within them Lord God Let your spirit Lord God just speak to them I mean we need to go forth with these prayers For our sisters and brothers That they may be healed that, That we will all become more Into the things of Christ Because we are the forgiven. And as the forgiven, we know from whence we have come, Lord. And we know the forgiver. We know all that he did. He stripped himself of all of his deity. He stripped himself of all of who he was to come here and to live amongst us so that we can live life and life more abundantly. So well, that person who's fallen, they're not living in that abundant life of God. So, God, we come and we just ask that they they get to taste and see of the goodness of who you are we pray Lord God that you just show them more of you. We pray, Lord God, that you just increase their knowledge, Lord God. Increase their wisdom unto the things of you, Lord God. Draw them nigh and keep them nigh unto you, Lord God. I mean the the effectual and fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. The effectual and the fervent prayers of the righteous bring forth healing unto a person. You know, you I don't know, but sometimes you can be in a place and you know somebody is praying for you because that thing be lifted. Mm-hmm. And more yeah. important than that in moments, it says we have the Holy Spirit itself giving intercession for us. Because I know we have all asked to forgive and have experienced those times. It's like, oh my God. And you get lifted up and you know that that lifting up has come from some intercession of prayer. So you don't know who is praying for you, but I thank God for the prayers of the righteous. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for interceding on my behalf. I thank you for coming within and just changing my mindset that I can see it differently now, that I can see that he opens our eyes that we may see him and see him even the more clearly. And that is what we ought to do with our sisters and brothers in Christ. The world is already going to beat us up. We we, we need to be strengthened by one another. And that is, that is our role. That is our role in the body, many members but one body. It's that if your toe is hurt, you are not going to condemn your toe and just say all it needed is some topical antibiotic, and you say cut it off, cut it off, <laughs> condemn it, throw it out. Who's going to want to cut their own toe off if you, oh, you needed to, to put some Neosporin on it? Huh. Do you know? I mean, that's we are members of the same body. And we haven't chosen. I didn't choose you in the body, Ray. But God Man. chose you in the body.
0: Man.
1: How can I oust you from the body if God has chosen you? In the body. So so I just, I bless God. I bless God because we have to get to that place in which Christ was. If we saying that we're followers of Christ, we have to, to get to that mindset. You know, have the mind of Christ. He stripped himself of everything. And sometimes when we look at a situation, he can look down and he can see, God, you look at this. Did you see what they're doing? You, you really want me to die for them? Yes. Yes, and he just humbled himself and stripped himself of all things so that another could live. Are we able to do that? Are we able to let go of all of what are we looking upon something with our natural mind (laughs) and be able to see it for what it is, Not, not saying it's not what it is, because Jesus looked upon us. He had to see us. You know, I mean, he wept. I mean, he had to see it for what it is. But yet he died for it. That my opinion and what my thought of you is irrelevant. I can forgive because I'm I'm the forgiven. That's right. I can pray for you because the Holy Spirit himself prays for me. So how can I feel that I can't pray for you? It comes to a point where we have to come to a place where we have to be able to humble ourselves, get up off of our heartiness and our mindset about what we think someone has done, and come into a place of prayer for them, come in a place of going before the forgiver for them, going before God for them in prayer. And just asking God, God, go see about', them. go go, Holy Spirit, go touch them, Holy Spirit, make whatever they're into, make it displeasing unto them, you know I mean, but it is our responsibility as members of the body of Christ to know what we are that we are the forgiven, and more important that we know the forgiver, and that Do we, we can go boldly to the forgiver for another person. Our first move should not be to condemn. Our first move is not to be to to set judgment. Our first move is to be there is a part of my body that is hurting. I need to go forth and let me let me pull out you know. Whatever I may need, let me get the, the, the anointment, let me get the cream, you know, let me get the bandages. let me go pack it, you know, and let me go back and let me check on it and see what else it needs. But those things that you you know, your bandages, your your peroxide, your your alcohol, I know all this is burning, but you got something going on, you got to get rid of it. And, you, you, you know, you go and you do all of these things and you do that, that's, that's your prayer on it. That is your prayer. That's continually, it, it's the body, that's your prayer, that's your exalt, exhortation to it. That is your bringing to its remembrance the things of God. That is your bringing and allowing God to go in and you speak God in and God goes in and purge their consciousness and purge their mind and give them a new heart and give them, but that's what we do. We don't say chop them off and throw them away, they ain't a bit of good. You know who who wants to chop off a part of their body? And all you need is some neospor, some prayer. You know, so I I just bless God for the for the message of the forgiven, and I bless God for the forgiven, because we who are forgiven should have that capacity and that compassion to help all of those who have been called by the forgiven, and go Amen. forward, and continue to help heal. And to help cleanse us from those places in which we may find ourselves, you know, because in in First Corinthians, um, in First Corinthians ten, it says there there's just a commonality among men, you know, and all of that. And, and you know, if you read First Corinthians ten, it reads that all of these places where the people had been, we're talking about the same people who God had come and delivered with a mighty hand, you know, open the seas for them. Fed, gave them water in the wilderness, you know, and they went into doing all sorts of things, you know, and they got God fall, you know, they got the cloud by night and the and the fire, and they have God is right there with them, and they were into all sorts of of foolishness, and you know, and and but then you have, it says that, you know, in eleven it says now this is first Corinth this is first Corinthians ten that all these things happen unto them for examples. And they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are to are come. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There have no temptation taken you, but such is as common to man. As common. These things that you want to point fingers at other people, they are common. They are common to man. There's no it's no strange thing. It's no, ooh, can you believe it, what? I can't believe it, what? It's common. What, you getting all shocked about something common? It's not extraordinary. It's no all factor. It's just commonality of men, you know? He says, but God is faithful, Mm -hmm. who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. You know, and it goes forth and it tells you these other things it's to, to, you know, it's to avoid, you know, to flee from, you know, and all of these things. But places in which we find ourselves are just common places. They're not extraordinary places. Places in which we go and fall into, you know, right. I just fell into it. It won't a hole right there in the floor that you just tripped over. It took a little bit more effort, you know. You right. know, it took a bit more effort to get into some of these places in which we fall. You know, it starts with a thought in your mind that if it's not dealt with there in the mind, it begins to play itself out. You know, you got to you get your clothes on, get dressed, and go to it and all sorts of stuff, you know. So it's, right, it's right. A, yeah. a lot of things, you know, but they are common. Man, there is no new thing in man. There is no new activity, there is no new sin, there there is no new temptation. It's all common unto man. It's all common. So and and, and he he says here, you know, that um just be, be be aware. He says, Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth you high, you lift it up, you upright, you know, take heed lest you fall too. Because it's just common. And when you fall, what you're going to want? You're going to want a compassion and the effectual and the fervent prayer of the righteous that will avail as much. What well, will it avail? It will avail a cleansing and a healing in your life because those fervent and righteous prayers that are going forth to help. Because something in my body is hurt and it's struggling. And therefore, I'm going to go and I'm going to cover it with some prayer. I'm going to cover it with some anointing. And, you know, and just to, to bring it to a natural, as we've said, I'm going to get the ointment. I'm going to get the creams. I'm going to get whatever it needs. But those things are equivalent to prayer and covering, you know, to get it healed and taken in it before God. Because it is his blood that was shed for our sins. So the uh, everything must be taken to him. Because it's only his blood that's good enough to cleanse us, it's only his blood that's good enough to bring forth a forgiveness. It's only his blood that we have remission of sin It's only his blood that we have all of these things you know it's only his blood you know if you look at remission it's only his blood that lays aside our sin that slackens it, that relaxes it, that releases it from guilt or penance that refrains from you know from from us. You know, not having to wear the penalty of sin. It's only his blood that does that. You know, it's only his blood that cancels out our sin, that gives us relief from our sin, that restored us to that former place of being whole where we could go forth and be one with Christ. And in being one with Christ, being one with the Father. That was Jesus' prayer. His prayer says, I pray that they will be one with me so that they can be one with you, you know, but, but what did that was the blood, Jesus. Man does not have any blood that can restore you. It is That's only right. the blood of Jesus Christ. Our blood is not strong enough to. we can't condemn not a person because, you know what, we can't bring them out of it. Right. So man need to stay in his lane. His lane is effectual and fervent prayer. It's not judgment. It's not condemnation. It's not gossip and talking. It's prayer, effectual and fervent prayer. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, that's awesome. Um, on part, Reverend Robin, thank you so much for uh, helping a brother out today and everything. And um, that was a great, great piece. I mean, I want to encourage you to go back at us to the uh, part one. This is like a, a part six. Amen. And uh, we are going to try to conclude here, but as Reverend Rob was talking, <laughs> I found another scripture, of course. I'm not going to read it. Amen. I'm, I'm going to encourage you to go back and read it. And it's coming out of Luke um, chapter 10 and it starts on verse 30 through 37 and it talks about uh, the, a man that, uh, the, the Good Samaritan and everything. Uh, it, it gets So go back and research that. And you can find a lot of nuggets that deals with um, what people do, some you know, a priest that walked uh, by the way, and then a you know, Levite, uh, a priest that passed on the other side, and then a Levite that came and actually looked at the uh, the guy that was damaged and passed on the other side. So I mean, people do different things, and when you are hurting or you're in that place and you're seeking answers and you needing um, to um, go through confessing your sins, or you need to um, have someone that to relate. Then, um, you want somebody that's going to stop by your side. So that's basically my point. You want someone that's going to stop and um, 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 do the right thing. You want somebody to be a good Samaritan that's going to show love. And let me make sure I put this: in. not that the, uh, the, the the young, the certain man that went to, from Jerusalem. Not that he did anything wrong. He just fell among thieves. You know, life took place in him. You know, but a lot of times when life Take place. People have a tendency to judge very quickly because they said, "Well, he must have did something wrong. You know, he was just just happened to be in the wrong place and got robbed, and then been left to dead." So a lot of times we don't know what people's circumstances are, why they are in that situation. But the the the, the thing I like about what Robin was what Robin was saying is that the, the 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 details is not really as important as the fact that they're coming saying, "Hey, help me." You know what I mean and uh, and everything like that, uh and sometimes we can get caught up in the very details of stuff, and what really needs to take place is that the person to understand that hey, you've been forgiven if God and I am and, and if i've been you've been forgiven, there is life, okay there's a chance for you uh for the, the healing to take pro- to take place. Amen. So uh, thanks again, Reverend Robin. I don't know if you have anything to add. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and close out. You know, you did some praying and the missed your part. But uh why don't you go ahead and close us out or any last final words you'd like to say? That's the
1: Lord. Um, I just thank God. I thank God for the forgiver. I just thank God mm-hmm. that um, Jesus is just awesome. That someone who you know, who is God would strip his entire deity, strip all that who he he was, you know, to, to, to come and to be born of a woman and to actually live out this common life of man. You know, that is something, that is awesome. He is not a God that is a far off away from from what we go through in this flesh. He knows it. He walked through it. And so, therefore, what better advocate we can have that when you find yourself into something, he can say, hold up. I know, God. God, I know exactly what that feels like. I know exactly what my sister or my brother is going through. Just hold off your judgment against them, Lord God. Don't judge them harshly like that. You know, that is a tough spot that that person is in right now. So that is just awful that wherever we find ourselves, God can relate to where we are. And he sent us so many measures of full proofs of overcoming. I mean, he has sent the Holy Spirit to intercede for us because sometimes we don't even we don't know most times what to pray for ourselves. That we want to go and we want to start talking about somebody else. You don't even know what to pray for yourself. God has sent mm-hmm. the, the Holy Spirit as your intercessor. Who's going to get your prayer right that you have to go up for yourself and you live within yourself. So, I thank God. For a loving and a compassionate God, I thank God for a God who who loves to the fullness of the epitome of the definition of love. I thank God for that. Wherever I find myself, I know He loves me. Wherever I find myself, I know. I know that he yet has a better plan for me, that I may find myself fallen, but yet and still he see me at the end of my road with him. You know, so he doesn't just dwell where I am in a fallen state, but he knows what he has called me unto. And he knows, and I know, and his word said that his word will not return void. Bless God. I bless God for this God that we serve. He's the mighty God. And he loves me, and he loves you exactly where you are. You are not in any place that you are shocking him. You are not. You're not in any place where he can't come and rescue you and redeem you and save you. from. You're not in any place where he can't make not Change the situation where he can change you in the midst of the situation He can cover you He can be a cloak upon you And you don't even have to really, you know, experience all that you're going through Because he's cloaking you I mean, you had the three Hebrew boys who went into the fire, into the midst of burning fire that killed other men just trying to make the fire. But yet and still they came out unscorched, not the smell of smoke. So that is the God that we serve. And I just come right now in the name of Christ Jesus. And I just, I said, God, you are awesome. And you are worthy of praise, honor, and glory, Lord God. We don't have enough words. We don't have enough tongues to be able to go forth view all of the the words of thank you and gratitude, Lord God. But we just bless you, God, on this night. We thank you for having chosen us. We thank you that you are our Lord and our Savior and our Redeemer, our Deliverer, Lord God. And we just bless you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Christ Jesus, Lord God, that you would touch the person who hears this message, Lord God, that you would draw nigh, Lord God, an invisible rope, Lord God, just pulling them closer unto you into a special one-on-one relationship Like they've never had before Lord God I pray Lord God That you will go and touch By your power By your spirit That they may taste And see how real That you are Lord God That they don't have to Go by what someone else Has said Lord God But they have tasted And touched of you themselves That they've had a personal One on one experience And they know that you are So good Lord God So Father continue Lord God To allow your blood Just to continue To go and cleanse us And purge us Give us a new mindset Lord God Clear hour of dead works by the blood of Jesus, Lord God. keep Take our minds and pinpoint them and focus them upon you, Lord God. It is my prayer for my sister and brother, Lord God, who may hear this, Lord God, to know that there is a greater place, Lord God, that I know that you are calling us all unto, Lord God, a greater place of intimacy, a greater place of knowing, Lord God, just a greater place in you, Lord God, where we will find a peace that will surpass our understanding, where we will find a joy that we've never Never understood before, where we will come, Lord God, as our refuge and our hiding place, Lord God. So I thank you, Lord God, and I pray for that one who does not know you, Lord God, that they will come into the knowledge of knowing of who you are, Lord God. That Father, that they will come under the covering of the blood of Jesus, Lord God. So Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we are the forgiven, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, for heaven sending the Forgiver. And Father, I send forth these prayers in the name of Christ Jesus, and I say Amen and Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thanks again, Reverend Robin. What an awesome uh, um, day. What an awesome part six and part four. And thank you for joining us. Amen. Uh, we're gonna again. We're gonna try to put this all together as one uh, package, uh, and you'll be able to get it from my website. Amen. Um, I do want to encourage you to share this message. This is a message definitely. Uh, from God to the body of Christ, because we need to know and we need to understand these things. Amen. And um, look, we don't know everything, but we know what God has given us. Amen. So we only speak of those things that we know that he has given us. Amen. But uh, y'all be blessed. Thanks again for listening to the Bread of Life. I was, I'm Reverend Ray, and I'm a gentleman Reverend Robin White. This has been Christian Speak Talk Radio. We are uh, signing out. God bless you. Thanks again, Reverend Robin.
1: Bless the Lord. Amen.
0: Bless God.